Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message from Real Life Community, where we talk about connecting with God and others, growing in Christ-likeness, and sharing God's life with the world. My name is Sarah Comer, and I serve each week as Connections Pastor, making sure that you know that there is a God and a community that loves you and wants to go through the seasons of life with you. You can find us at reallifecommunity.org, and we would love to meet you on Facebook or Instagram. Until then, we hope this message meets you right where you are and helps you know just how deep the Father's love is for you. Well, it is good to see you all this morning, whether you're right here or right there. Um, All right, I want you just to look. You know, we're used to like hugging and saying hi, and this morning we did air high fives and shaking fake hands, but just look at each other and say good morning, will you, this morning? Say good morning. Those of you in the household, say good morning. There you go. We didn't want anybody to go without their good mornings this morning. It's strange, I know. Well, so when I was a teenager, my youth pastor said a lot of important things that really stuck with me. And there are a few things that she said that really impacted me. And one of those things that she talked to us about frequently was this thing called divine appointments. A divine appointment is commonly defined as an incident or meeting that might initially seem to be random, but is soon recognized as having been caused by God. So if you've had an encounter that seems too good to be true, then perhaps it was actually a divine appointment. Our passage this morning talks about a divine appointment. In the history of Esther, we find a woman who has been crowned the queen. King Xerxes was married to Vashti, and she would not parade herself showing off her body in front of a party that he was hosting. So Xerxes removed her from the role of queen. He banished her. He decided that someone needed to replace her, and so he called for all the virgins across the land to be gathered at the palace for uh, rigorous beauty treatments. Sounds like fun, right? The women were then taken to the king for him to decide if they would be queen or not. All of the women, of all of those women that were brought to the palace, Esther, a Jew, was chosen to replace Vashti as queen. The king's advisor, Haman, resented the Jews. Um, I recommend that if you want to know more about this story, that you go to the book of Esther and you check it out. But we're going to look at Esther 4 this morning. In particular, the passage of Esther 4, 6 through 17. If you have your Bible, you can open it with me as we read. This is what it says. So Hathak went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate. Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him including the exact amount of money that Haman had promised to pay into the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the text for the edict for their annihilation, which had been published in Susa, to show to Esther and explain it to her. And he told him to instruct her to go into the king's presence to beg for mercy and plead with him for her people. Hathak went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. Then she instructed him to say to Mordecai, all the king's officials and the people of the royal provinces know that for any man or woman who approaches the king in the inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that they be put to death unless the king extends, extends a gold scepter to them 
and spares their lives. But 30 days have passed since I was called to go to the king. When Esther's her words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house that you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent reply to Mordecai, go, gather together all the Jews who were in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast just as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions. First of all, Haman had some pretty severe hatred for the Jews that he went to these extreme lengths to try and have them all killed. Sound like any other time in history we've heard of? Mordecai, just to give you a little background, he's Esther's uncle. And he tells her by way of a messenger that he wants her to go to the king to plead for her people, the Jews. She thinks about it and she reminds him that going to the king uninvited certainly brings death. I don't know about you, but I'd probably be filled with a little bit of fear to go before the king. He reminds her that even her position as queen does not guarantee that her life will be saved. So Esther has this moment where she realizes that Esther has a choice. She can carry out this frightening and seemingly insurmountable task in order to save her people, or she can remain silent. Mordecai says, and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. This is Esther's divine appointment. Her choice ultimately saved the lives of her people. This morning, I am going to have a guest come up here with us who I want to share with you a ministry that is right here in Murfreesboro that many of you, when we asked if you had heard of it, said no. And I'm excited because this ministry in town experiences divine appointments daily. Um, this ministry has said yes to, going, to doing things that maybe are risky and to loving on, on women and men and families in a way that ultimately can save lives. And so this morning, I would like you to welcome Tammy Burrow to the stage with us as she shares with us about the ministry of Portico here in Murfreesboro. which is our local pregnancy resource center in Murfreesboro. Um, I had, okay, I will say that again. Good morning. That's the first time I've ever had anybody say, you're not loud enough. 
I, I've had people ask me to be quiet because I was too loud. I've had people, my daughter used to say, I used to teach abstinence classes in the local uh, schools, and my daughter came home one night and said, Mom, I could hear you all the way down the hallway today, and I didn't have a microphone. Anyway, good morning. My name is Tammy Burrow. I um, have the privilege of serving with Portico, which is our local pregnancy resource center here in Murfreesboro. Um, we have been operating... For about 35 years, it's been a long time. We've been we started out as the pregnancy uh, pregnancy crisis pregnancy support center. That was a little bit before I started with them. I've been involved with uh, Portico and the pregnancy resource center for about 21 years, and um, just. For those of you that don't know, a lot of people do know the Crisis Pregnancy Center was here, and then we uh, were called the Pregnancy Support Center. Now we're called Portico. But um, the Crisis Pregnancy Support Center started by a divine appointment. Um, our now executive director, Laura Messick, was a young mom. She was sitting in her um, living room one day back in the early 80s, and um, she was convicted by a TV show that she saw on TV where they were showing um, um, baby parts from abortions in, the, in dumpsters behind the abortion clinic. And um, the Lord spoke to her in that divine, moment, d- divine appointment uh, for such a time as this, and he said to her, what are you going to do about this? And so she began to pray with her husband, and they got a few, uh, few uh, couples together, and they began to pray. And uh, eventually, the, the Crisis Pregnancy Support Center was born, and we've been doing ministry in Murfreesboro for over 35 years. And I'm so excited to be part of it and part of God's plan for that. Um, at, when Christy said, I am, I am using this scripture this morning, my heart jumped because the Lord has been using this scripture in every area of my life this whole year. Um, this is our This is Portico's theme for the year for such a time as this. Uh, Recently, the Lord asked me, or the Lord gave me an opportunity to teach some classes with our youth and parents at my church, and and it just is all uh, for such a time as this. I started doing a study on Esther last fall, and the Lord has just been all over that. So this morning, I'm excited that I get to share with you on behalf of Portico. Since 1973, when Roe v. Wade passed in the Supreme Court in the United States, over 60 million babies in the United States have lost their lives to abortion. 60 million. Um, I was working with a group of, of young adults and young professionals ages like 25 to early 40s um, who are doing a who are doing a fundraiser for us this this uh, summer. And I just the Lord just spoke to me and said, 60 million. Of their, of their generation is not here because of abortion. Over 3,000 babies a day. Guys, we're afraid of, we're afraid of coronavirus. Over 3,000 babies a day are losing their life to abortion in our country. While we're here this morning, over 125 babies will lose their life to abortion. And so um, I am happy to say and thankful to say, and I just praise God for this, that we have, have an opportunity to make a difference in that. And for the past 35 years, Portico, a.k.a. Pre- Crisis Pregnancy Support Center, uh, Pregnancy Support Center, has been making a difference. Um, some of the things that we do, well, first off, let me tell you why we exist. We exist to affirm life. 
We exist to encourage healthy relationships, and we exist to share the hope of Christ in our community. And some of the things we do at, at Portico is we provide a support system for those women who don't have one. You know, most people, most women who get pregnant don't say, man, I wish I could just, you know, I really, really, the best thing in my life is just to go have an abortion today. They struggle with that. They don't want to do that, but they feel like at that moment in their life, that is the only choice they have because maybe financially they don't have the resources. Maybe they don't have a support system around them that's encouraging them and telling them that this is a moment of crisis and helping them see through that moment of crisis. That's what we do every day at Portico. We have divine appointments, as Christy said, every single day at Portico. And through those divine appointments, we get to, to speak into the speak Jesus into the life of these ladies and these men that come through our doors who don't know what to do because they're in a moment of crisis. We help them look through that and see through that and find out where their strengths lie. And even though they have pressures, we walk through that pregnancy and we walk through the first couple of years with those moms um, and just give them a support system. We have um, small groups from churches in our community come in and do uh, and give baby showers for our moms. Uh, what a cool thing to be able to give a baby shower to somebody who otherwise might not have one. Um, so last year we saw um, some of the some of the services we provide. We do uh, free pregnancy testing and ultrasound. Um, we have a, a mobile unit that goes out in the community. We serve Davidson County. We serve um, Smart, the Smyrna, Rutherford, uh, in R Smyrna area in Rutherford County with our mobile unit. Um, and then we have our bricks and mortar on uh, off, of South, off of South Church Street at, in Belmont Park. Um, we do pregnancy tests. We do ultrasounds. We do um, provide prenatal vitamins. We do parent education through our Earn While You Learn program where moms, and dads come in and learn about parenting, learn parenting skills. That's one thing that people who are, are, who are facing pregnancy, whether they're married or whether they're not married, they're figuring out, trying to figure out, how do, I, how do I do this? I don't know what to do. So we help them with that. Um, they earn baby bucks, and with their baby bucks, they can shop in our baby boutique. And, and through the baby boutique, they can get things that they need for their babies. Uh, up to, up to two years of age, they can get things like diapers and formula and car seats and cribs. Uh, we give new cribs to the moms that come through our, um, come through our program, our Earn While You Learn program, because you know what? They deserve it. Their babies deserve to be celebrated, and their babies deserve to have a brand-new crib, and so we give them a new crib. Um, so we do all those things. We also have a, a post-abortion ministry because you know what? If a mom has had an abortion, she never, ever forgets that she was pregnant. And one in three, statistically speaking, one in three women that we come into contact with uh, who, are, who are up to age 45 have had an abortion in their life. And we help them walk through the healing and the forgiveness and the restoration of that. And so it's, called, it's a beautiful thing. It's called Surrendering the Secret. It's a Bible study that post-abortive women walk through other, this with other post-abortive women. And so we, are, we, we love to have that. We love to do that. Something else that we do in the schools um, in Rutherford County, we get to teach um, sexual risk avoidance through our Optimal Health for, for Me education program. So we have a team of volunteers that go into the, into the middle schools and high schools and talk to kids about saving sex until marriage and about what that looks like and about um, how that affects your goals and your dreams for your life and how that leads you to an optimal health life, a life of optimal health. And so those are a lot of the things that we do, most of the things that we do at Portico. Um, we've got some new things coming up this year. We're, we're just about to begin um, 
STI testing, and for those of you don't, that don't know what that means, it's sexually, sexually, transmitted, sexually transmitted infection testing and treatment. Um, it's just a, another thing that's going on in our society that, that people need help with. And so every time someone comes through our door for a test, we get the opportunity to share with them the love of Christ. Whether we get to say anything or not, we get to share with them the love of Christ and, and, and give them... Um, a new direction, and so we're excited about that. We're in the process of we're we are expanding and we are um, bursting at the seams. So we're in the process of looking for and raising funds for a new building at Portico. Um, I will just tell you, our the ministry at Portico is is reliant on volunteers, and so we we come out to, to churches and talk with you guys, and we welcome this opportunity to come and talk with you because uh, volunteers are the the lifeblood of our of our ministry. So we we have a staff of nine, uh, part time and full time, but we have over fifty or sixty volunteers who help us with the ministry. Uh, we also um, have a partnership with about 30 or 40 churches in our community that, that just kind of um, help us with this ministry as well. So it's, um, it's an amazing ministry. The Lord placed it on my heart 21 years ago. He's never taken it away. And um, I just um, am honored to share with you this morning. Before I close, I just want to share something really quick with you. This was something that was given to me the, uh, the very first Christmas that I worked at Portico 21 years ago, and I just want to share it with you this morning because I think it's appropriate for such a time as this. Just think, you're here not by chance, but by God's choosing. His hand formed you and made you the person you are. He compares you to no one else. You are one of a kind. You lack nothing that his grace can't give you. He has allowed you to be here at this time in history to fulfill his special purpose for this generation. And so there's no accident. There's no um, consequence. I mean, there's no yeah, consequence that you are here this morning, and I am here this morning, and all the other churches in, Mur- in Murfreesboro are closed this morning. That it, there's, no, uh, there's no consequence. Or, that's not the right word. That's not coincidence. There we go. There's no coincidence that we are here this morning. God placed us here. And perhaps you have been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. Tammy. Um, She mentioned that churches in the community are partnering with them. And one of the ways that churches in our community partner with Portico is through a fundraiser called, it's their baby bottle campaign. And their baby bottle campaign is they take um, bottles out to each church and they hand out bottles to every family and they encourage the families to take that bottle home for a month and fill it with change or with a check or with money, whatever you want to put into it and bring it back at the end of the month. And that helps the ministry of Portico to function throughout the year. And so beginning May 1st, we're going to hand out baby bottles and we're going to become one of those partner churches with Portico this year. We're going to come alongside of them and say, we believe in the ministry of Portico here in Murfreesboro and in the surrounding areas. We believe in what they're doing to offer hope both to women, to men, and to families in our community, both who are in the situation of crisis and who have come through crisis and are dealing with the grief that comes with that. And so we're excited to be a part of of what's happening with this ministry, and we hope that you'll consider um, ways that maybe you can, can be a part of that as well. Yes. Yeah. Last 
this is like the most important thing. Last year, 450 babies were saved because their moms came to Portico. And when they came into Portico, they said, I'm abortion-minded, I'm abortion-vulnerable, I'm going to have an abortion. 450 of those, ba those babies were saved as a result of that. Over the past 35 years, over 15,000 babies have been saved because their mom found the love of Christ at, um, at Portico. So um, I just wanted to share that because that's important. That's incredible. So if we look back on our lives, I, I'm guessing that some of us in this room can identify divine appointments that we've had. It's important to remember that those appointments aren't just a one-time deal. Do you know that God wants to give you divine appointments every day? How many of you have gone through a day and you felt like, man, I should call that person? Raise your hand. How many of you would say, I should call that person? Okay. How many of you felt like, maybe I should go visit that person or get together with that person? Raise your hand. Those are what God says. Those are divine appointments. I am giving you that. I am laying that on your heart to reach out to that person. And I bet if we wanted to ask the other question, we could say, raise your hand if you say, I didn't do it. I'm guilty. There are times when I don't. I'm too busy. I'll get to it tomorrow. Whatever the reason is. But what if, what if for such a time as this, for this exact moment, is why God has you here? At the end of the passage, Esther asks Mordecai to spread the word to have the people fast. She realizes that she needs people backing her. Um, we can support the work of others through prayer. We, right now, this is testament to what we can do. We can't physically do a lot right now because we're supposed to distance ourselves from each other. Those of you who walked into the room this morning and maybe those that are watching online, the chairs are all separated this morning. They look a little weird. They recommended that we move them six feet apart. We wouldn't have half of us in this room if that was the case. But in that time, in those times where we cannot hug or handshake or do the things that we normally do, and we can pray. We can get on our knees and beg the Lord to move in our country. This morning, um, as we get ready to close, the worship team's gonna come up here and they're gonna lead us in a song. And I want you to listen to the song and I want you to um, ask God to provide you some more opportunities, some divine appointments. Maybe you find yourself in a situation right now where God is asking you to do something. Maybe God's asking you to talk to someone or to go somewhere or to give somehow. If you find yourself in this situation, my encouragement to you this morning is just say yes. In the light of the week that we've had across this country, people, it is a week of chaos if you haven't noticed. Go to the grocery store and watch. You'll experience it. I know that God wants to use us in the midst of this. God wants you and I to speak life into others. God wants us to bring, bring peace to the storm that rages around us yeah. in the light of the coronavirus. John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I love that passage. That passage has carried me through some of the darkest, most challenging days of my life where God says, Christy, I didn't tell you life wasn't gonna have trouble. I didn't tell you that you weren't gonna struggle, but I said, take heart because I've already conquered it. 
because I'm bigger than that struggle that you walk through. And if you'll let me, I'll help you carry the burden of it. Man, that's hopeful. He's conquered the world. There's hope in that passage. Troubles come, but guess what? God is still God, amen? Amen. I love it. God wants to use you. But if you say no, just like in the passage, if you ignore his call, he's gonna move on and use somebody else. He's gonna find someone who will say yes if you say no. God may want some of you to say, I'm a, I want to part, partner with the ministry of Portico or I want to know more about this ministry. I encourage you to stop by the table to see Tammy or if you're not here with us this morning in person to call Portico this week and say, tell me more, I'm in. 